Good morning, this is Sense7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Monday, the 23rd of January 2023. Starting in Europe today, Germany has been criticised for not making a decision about giving main battle tanks to Ukraine. The foreign ministers of the Baltic countries, Estonia, Latvia and Lithuania, released a statement together calling on Germany to give permission for the German-made Leopard tanks to be sent. So far, the United Kingdom is the only country which has promised modern battle tanks. However, Ukraine says that it will need far more to be able to retake the parts of Ukraine that are currently under Russian occupation. Opinion polls show that although most Germans agree with sending some weapons to Ukraine, only about half agree with sending tanks. On Friday, 50 countries promised new military support for Ukraine, including missiles, vehicles, artillery and air defence. However, no decision was made on tanks. In Ukraine, Russia declared a new offensive in the Zaporizhia region. In March last year, Russia captured about two-thirds of the Zaporizhia region. In September, Russia declared that Zaporizhia was part of Russia, despite the fact that the biggest city, also called Zaporizhia, is still under Ukrainian control. Ukraine said that there was a lot of artillery fire in Zaporizhia this weekend, and one civilian was killed. Russia's Wagner private military company has been declared a criminal organisation by the United States. John Kirby from the National Security Council said that this means that anyone who provides services to Wagner is breaking the law. The Department of Treasury will be designating Wagner as a significant transnational criminal organization. Now, as his military continues to struggle in Ukraine, President Putin is increasingly turning to Wagner, which is owned by Yevgeny Prigozhin, for military support. We continue to assess that Wagner currently has approximately 50,000 personnel deployed to Ukraine, including 10,000 contractors and 40,000 convicts. America's. In the United States, police are searching for a man suspected of killing 10 people near Los Angeles. Police are looking for a man of Asian origin who shot at people on Saturday night at a Chinese New Year celebration in the Los Angeles suburb of Monterey Park, where most people are of Asian origin. In Peru, the historic Inca site of Machu Picchu and the walking routes known as the Inca Trail have been closed because of the continuing protests throughout Peru. Rescue teams had to evacuate over 400 tourists stuck at Machu Picchu this weekend after protesters blocked roads. In Lima, police raided the University of San Marcos on Saturday and arrested over 200 people. 
Protests are continuing, demanding the resignation of President Dina Boluarte. Africa. In Burkina Faso, 66 women and children who were kidnapped last week have been released, according to local media. Burkina Faso's national broadcaster said that 27 women and 39 children were released during a rescue operation by security forces. Also in Burkina Faso, the military government has ordered the French army to leave the country. There were two military coups in Burkina Faso in 2022, and relations with France have deteriorated since then. In Somalia, the United States military has said that it has killed about 30 al-Shabaab militants in an airstrike. US Africa Command said that the airstrike was after a direct request from the Somali government and that there were no civilians in the area. The Somali government launched a major offensive against al-Shabaab last year and have recaptured many towns that were under the control of the jihadist group. Asia. In Afghanistan, reports say that 78 people have died from extreme cold, as temperatures have fallen as low as minus 30 degrees Celsius. Over the last few days, the Deputy Secretary General of the United Nations, Amina Mohammed, visited the Taliban government in Kabul to talk specifically about women's rights. Mohammed told the BBC that progress was made, however, there were no specific steps to improve the rights of women. I think that progresses that we engaged, uh, they listened to us, but they also gave us their views, so they feel we're politicising humanitarian aid. But in the same way, they talk to the humanitarian principles of allowing them to do what they want to do in their country and still get um, uh, help. Um, I reminded them that the humanitarian principles also uphold non-discrimination. And they're discriminating against women. They're, for want of a better word, they become invisible. They're whiting them out. And that can't happen. In Turkey, presidential and parliamentary elections have been announced for May 14th. Most opinion polls show a very close race for the presidency between current president Recep Tayyip Erdogan and some other possible candidates. In Israel, a 100,000 people protested on Saturday in Tel Aviv, saying that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is damaging democracy by making changes to the judicial system. In New Zealand, Chris Hipkins has been chosen as the new leader of the Labour Party after being the only person to declare himself as a candidate. Hipkins will replace Jacinda Ardern as Prime Minister on Wednesday. And yesterday was the first day of the Chinese New Year. This is the year of the rabbit, said to be the luckiest animal of all. A big thank you to Berke in Turkia and Ludek in Czechia for becoming our newest supporters. If you'd like to help to support us and read the transcripts of every episode, 
then go to send7.org. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow you will be with Namitha Raghunath. Have a great day. <laughs>